Hello and welcome to this podcast, final one of the week. Well, I was on holiday for the start of it, so we got two out of this week. It's better than nothing, just. It's two better than nothing if you just count podcasts. If you're talking about quality, that's a different discussion. But the point is, this is a podcast made of different bits of radio that I did earlier today. Enjoy! On the day when we learned that a deputy leader of a London council stepped down because of the cost of that massive mound in Marble Arch. Normally, if there's something in central London that's costing us a lot of money and doing absolutely nothing of use, it's some politician. Whoa, you know, I really should try and do satire for a living. I think I might stand a chance of doing that All right, if I worked on it needed to bring you this in the papers today that kfc is warning customers of food shortages in some restaurants due to disruption now i mention this because is it last week or the week before there was a news story saying that um, the uk is in the top five nations that would be able to survive the end of civilization or something like that and i thought to myself that's great and i hope it's true but the last time there were shortages at KFC, people were calling 999. I'm not even making that up. That's a true story, isn't it? What's that? No chicken? No chicken in KFC? 999? Hello? Can, can you help me? I'm still in the KFC. You know, just across the road from the perfect chicken place? Just down the road from the cottage chicken place? Just just down from Dixie Fried Chicken? Yeah, no, no, I'm at the KFC one. They've got no chicken. As if we're... You know what I mean? There's enough options. But the last time we faced not enough KFC, it all kicked off. Um, The chicken chain said that customers may find some items aren't available. What, we're only going to get, like, seven of their secret spices? Because isn't it 11 that they've got? They've got 11 herbs and spices. And I think at least eight of those are salt. So that's nice. Uh, it hasn't said which food from its menu may be affected. You can get rid of that popcorn chicken one. I don't mind having popcorn. Um, or how many restaurants may be uh, impacted. But food supplies across supermarkets and retailers have been impacted in recent weeks. Shortages estimated of. Apparently there's 100,000 HGV drivers not working because of COVID and because of Brexit. The two stories that have made people shout on the internet for the last however long. And now, I didn't mind it when it suddenly meant that if you walk in a pub and you say anything about Brexit, someone would be angry. Some red-faced person. Do you remember when you could you could go in a pub and no one talked about trade deals with foreign countries? But now you've got to get angry about that. And now you wear a mask or you don't wear a mask and someone needs to get angry about that. And all of this I could cope with. But don't take my chicken. So the question off the back of this I thought I'd ask. Which food, if there was a shortage of, you'd just kick off? I can't do without it, mate. No, I will watch Civilization burn if I'm not allowed that. What food would be on your list of the things you couldn't do without? Steve says, Nix, the food that I can't do without, caramel wafer biscuits. Oh, you got me on the biscuits now. The problem is we shouldn't have done a food-related topic because... I'm trying to do some fasting. I'm trying to, on a diet, I've got to fit in the suit for the mash reporty thing or whatever it's called these days. Even I don't know. But the problem with this fasting diet is it makes you hungry. Who would have thought? Top scientists couldn't work that out. And the problem with being this hungry is that everything smells great. Just like I fed the cats earlier on and smelt their food. I was like, oh, I'll have some of that. They wouldn't miss a little bit, would they? What's this? Beef flavour. Come on, have some of that. Honestly, I walked past a woman in the Liberty Shopping Centre before the show. She'd clearly washed her hair in coconut shampoo, nearly at her. 
Hello there, how are you doing, all right? I'm doing all right, how are you doing? Yes, I've just seen a story on uh, YouTube. Daleks demand ice cream. Daleks demand ice cream? Yes, it's on the YouTube channel. And is it real? Yes, it, it, it partly is. Right. How are these? How are they? How are they uh, demanding ice cream? Well, they're basically going around saying we're going to exterminate you if you don't give us any ice cream. Well, that's not so very nice, you, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I, I, I can tell you a bit more. Mm-hmm. Basically, what it is is the people that actually sit inside the uh, they actually revealed some of the people that actually sit inside the Dalek. Right. They're going around winding up the people in a certain location. Saying, so, I want ice cream. <laughs> to get free ice cream. Because I always thought it was a toilet plunger on the end, but actually maybe it's a scoop. Yeah, well, it's on the YouTube. Oh, so it is a scoop. Nice. Yeah, yeah. so if you want to look it up. So it's time for the complaint. Um, you can email on air at time1075.net. Some of these come through during the week on Twitter as well, because I think it's good to complain about things. So let's see what you're complaining about this time. It's jump in with mary's um says i'd like to complain about you going on holiday steve not because we missed you but because i haven't been on one yet and i have a real job it's harsh isn't it? marcus says i'd like to put in a complaint about the british spy who sold secrets to the russians they should have to find them on a laptop left at a bus stop like everyone else paul says i'll complain about the woolwich ferry it's been working less than you steve and that is saying something it seems very everyone's having a go at me today what's lisa says a quick complaint from me steve i'd like to complain about you going on about maths on the radio i'll complain that you do it in the afternoon could you please do it in a nighttime show and fix my insomnia Jason says, I'd like to complain about it being Friday the 13th. People think that it's unlucky, but the Friday at the end of the month is far worse because that is when my credit card bill is due. And Martin says, Steve, I'll complain about the pothole that's cropped up at the top of my road. It's in the right position to catch me every time I go left. I'll get a bruised bottom. Can I just check, Martin? Are you driving or... Because if you're just walking through there, your technique's all wrong. Uh, listen, if you'd like to complain about something, you can email on air at time1075.net. It's time for complaining time. If you find the time, complain the time. Uh, Steve from Collier He says, hi, Steve. Off subject. That's all right. The show barely has a subject. You've heard me. I can't keep it on topic if I try. Anyway, Steve on the email says, My wife and kids are nicely settled at our caravan having travelled yesterday. My wife, sorry, myself, was uh, planning to leave around 2pm from Collier Road today, having been working, but sadly my journey hasn't even started due to multiple accidents on the A12 and the fact that the whole world is going on holiday. He says, I haven't appreciated the many smug photos of them all having fun and enjoying themselves. I enclose such pictures. Let's have a look. Oh, so they've got a drink on. I'm just going through the pictures that he sent, that his wife has sent to him, he sent to me. Oh, that's Prosecco, isn't it? Yep, she's got the Prosecco open, and someone has also downed a pint of lager. If your wife's on Prosecco, then one of your young kids is doing lager. That's right. Oh, there's the Prosecco, and... Oh, she's on the beach as well. Legs out. Hello. 
Did you know you're forwarding those pictures onto the radio presenter? Anyway, nice. Steve says, my day will come. I've decided to book myself a flight to Spain forthwith and not tell them. Is this wrong? Kind regards, Steve from Collier Road. Ooh, a moral dilemma. We're on the horns of a dilemma again. So what do you think? Is it okay, given that you're the half... Steve's other half has already had extra holiday. Surely to goodness, heavens to Betsy, that Steve now owes himself some extra alone time holiday. We can open it up to the response and see what people think. Thank you for getting in touch, trying to help out. Uh, Steve, who got in touch from Collier Row, his other half managed to get on holiday sooner. Stuck in traffic for Steve, which means he's had less holiday. Does he owe himself more holiday? I mean, I say thanks for getting in touch. So far, it's just Martin on the email asking to see those pictures. No, but thank you nevertheless for getting in touch. What do you? Does he owe himself extra holiday? We're on the horns of a dilemma. Email on air at time1075.net. And I did promise you we'd get some entertainment news. So to find out more on this, we're joined by my friend what knows about what he's talking about. It's Larry. Hello. Hey, Stevie. What have you got for us this time, Larry? Good news. Britney Spears' father is quitting his conservatorship of his daughter's business affairs. Yes. I knew my free Britney tweets would eventually do it. Yeah, those and, like, all the huge legal process. Yeah, it's got, like, a mix of both in it. The 39-year-old is finally in control of her financial interests. Can you imagine being that old and not being in charge of your own spending? Says a man who has never been married. Oh, it's not the same, Stevie. Brittany still had to go to work, but couldn't spend the money she'd earned. Yeah, it still sounds pretty close to me. Well, her father says he didn't want a public battle with his daughter, so she's free! Look, I know I shouldn't even think this, but what happens after all of this when she's now in control? What happens if she spends all of her money and goes bankrupt? I guess she'll say, oops, I did it again. Hmm, I set you up for that. It's my fault. I apologise to everyone else. It was my fault, that one. Listen, thanks for the update. We'll speak next week. Okay, toodles. Lord of the Rings is coming to the UK. Get in! So... There's a spin-off TV version of Lord of the Rings that was filmed. Series 1 was in New Zealand, of course, because that's where uh, Hobbiton is, and that's where all the hobbits are. A lot of sheep, a lot of uh, orcs, a lot of hobbits. That's the one thing I know about New Zealand. Well, I say no. But they're moving filming to the UK. Yes! Which means you could be walking around. You ever done that thing where you just walk in through like, the centre of Romford and you see someone, they've got some cameras set up, they're filming. You think, what's going on there? So if ever you're walking through Romford and you see, like, some rough-looking person with, like, body hair all over the place... Well, actually, no, I don't narrow it down, does it? But if you might see some filming happening, you never know. It could be some filming of Lord of the Rings, the TV thing. Now, that's all very well. But for years now, I've been trying to pitch my musical version of Lord of the Rings because I think there's some money in this. I reckon... I love musicals. I love Lord of the Rings. Put the two together. I know there was, like, a Lord of the Rings musical they tried. It didn't work because they didn't do show tunes. You need show tunes to make a musical work. So in my version of it... I'm going to play you a little sample now. In my version of it, we follow... Uh, the eventual melting of the ring and we we see what they're doing whilst using more kind of jazz hand style show tunes in this one I'm about to play for you they're assembling the crew that will help 
uh, your hobbit there managed to start his journey and they've got all the rest of them they've got uh, you know the the guy who's good at firing a bow and arrow the elf dude they've got him I'm an expert on this you can tell they've got all the crew but they're missing one member and we cut to the musical scene and their cousins we've got Gandalf and his stick we've got some handsome blonde elf he really makes me sick we've got a skinny golem it's something that we caught what ain't we got a bearded man who's short we've got humans and their big swords we've got oak trees that can talk we've got wizards out to get us trying to kill us with an orc we've got every kind of species that you could ever like what Ain't we got someone who's worked with Snow White? What we really need on this trip Is a short, grumpy bloke in a helmet There is nothing you can name Nothing in the world There is nothing you can name That is anything like a So, you know, fingers crossed, you'll see that on Amazon Prime soon. Cobblers. <laughs> Cobblers. What's wrong with a bit of that? A bit of Lord of the Rings, the musical? Oh, you must be joking. If you appear on that, I'm not, I'm not, by the way, I've not seen none of the films. They're a load of old crap. Ah, but if you've not seen them, how do you know that they're a load of old crap? Yeah, all these modern films are a load of old... You know, get, get some real-life films, you know, a bit of violence, you know, in the streets. Right. What, what's your favourite film? Uh, oh, it was on last night. Um, I'm sorry to say this. Uh, the uh, Michael Caine one. You know, um, oh... Uh, Jaws 3. The Italian job. Steve, that's a great idea for a musical. I can't wait for it to go into production. Says no one in the inbox. But no, that's fine. I'm not taking uh, not taking that personally, but thank you very much for it. We're also talking about Steve from Collier Rose Holiday Dilemma. So his missus and kids managed to get to the caravan before he could. He tried to join the caravan. Join the caravan, love. But there's been some delays, which means he has been slowed down on his progress to holiday. He wanted to know if he could book a separate holiday. Because he's owed holiday time in comparison to the rest of the family. Well, Nicky gets in touch and says, Hi, Steve. Steve's holiday dilemma. If he gives himself more holiday, would he not have to give the family more holiday time too? He would just have to get drunk like a teenager on the first night out on the tiles to make up for lost time. Eh, okay, that's one way of doing it. I know what you mean, but yes, they've both had the same amount of holiday time, but due to delays, Steve's had less holiday because no one goes to the A12 for a, for a break, do they? So actually, to resolve this, you can't book yourself your own holiday, Steve, but you can book a holiday where you know your other half and kids would take longer to get there. You can get them stuck in traffic while you have a nice time. In fact, to help out with that, we'll check the latest on the roads and tell you where the queues are next. And there's your podcast, done for another week. Do the social media thing, you know, tweet me or whatever. Have a cracking weekend. Um, if you've downloaded this in time, then mm, it's talk radio on Saturday morning that I'm doing, and then Monday morning on Times Radio, and then something else. I don't know. But if you follow me on social media, I'm sure I'll be tweeting about that because I've got nothing else to tweet about. Uh, have a good time or whatever you do. Till then, goodbye. <laughs>